Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, it looks like the battle is on for 361. Will we end the day green? Could we get a move back up? Looks like we've been battling there. Opening price is way up, though, because, of course, they're rallying a little bit right before the open. I have the open at 364.13. We got a long ways away from there. It's been battling here at the VWAP. Will we get above it? Let's find out at At The Close. All right, it is time for pre-market prep at the close. Three consecutive highs opened, matched yesterday's low, and then once it took out there, that's all the breakout momentum traders needed. All right, traders, let's bring on Joel Conan and see what he sees in the markets today. Goodbye, Columbus. Good night, yeah. Columbus. Uh, well, it's, we're in the we're in the middle of the range here on this uh, kind of a holiday. Uh, that that pre market rally was just a fake out. I mean, that's all there is to it. I uh, tried to get up to that level again. I was hoping for thirty six eighty. I had a daily and weekly number up there, but uh, nope, they wouldn't get there. Failed at the pre-market high, and then we came crashing down thanks to your buddy, Jamie Diamond. Uh, found intraday support for now, just under that low close of the move last Friday. A week ago, Friday at 36.01 and a quarter. And um, now we're bouncing back, just mid-range on the session. So, um, could be a much worse day if we would have cracked and closed below that 36.01 and a quarter. Can always do that overnight or tomorrow or on the CPI number. Uh, but for me, uh, you know, ah, okay day here, down 18 handles. Uh, the buck, the buck won't stop here, up 40.7 cents, 113.09. That's not helping things. TLT, no hope, no hope for interest rates going down or even being flat. Down the buck 50, 99.48. Oh, crude. Crude's down. That that must be wrong. That must be a wrong quote. Uh, crude's down at buck 78. I talked about the potential double top situation. That's what you have. Lean and bearish and crude. Uh, gold getting shellacked. Dollar concerns down 33.80. That's a big haircut from where we were at in the middle of last week. Silver down 62 cents more on a percentage basis. That's uh, down at 1963. Bitcoin down 270 at 19,140. And Ethereum's in the red by $21. Uh, and it, for what? Shaking is wrong. It is, yeah, it, no, it's sell Rosh Hashanah and buy Young Kipper. And buy Young Kipper. Even I've learned that one from yeah, Joel. Yeah. Come on. It's so Come far. On. You're so far, you're getting a chance to buy Yum Kipper at <laughs> Yum Kipper prices. Uh, the because uh, we all know what day Yum Kipper was, right? That was yeah, uh, that was, was the my day birthday. that we missed you, Joel's birthday. Yep. You know, yep, a week ago Wednesday. 
Um, and so this is, that was uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So currently you're getting a Yum Kipper discount uh, by such a substantial margin. Uh, but uh, I don't know. We got got a lot of things to talk about here. So let's uh, let's get the show on the road. Mitch, what, do you want to talk about your buddy Jamie Diamond trying to talk down the market? Yeah, you know, conflicting conversations out there, but I mean, you guys can take a look at them. You had Fred, uh, Fed Brainyard saying that monetary yeah. policy would be restrictive for some time, but then she went into this long talk about pretty much how they're paying attention to all the adverse shocks that are going on in Europe and all this other talk. If you guys want to take a look at this more, I would definitely take a look at her comments. They're quite expansive and i feel like she could have been fine with just saying that they'll be restrictive for some time but she took a big conversation you guys can check that out and then of course jamie diamond also stepping up to the plate and saying and these were comments from monday that these are very very serious things which i think are likely to push the u.s and the world um and then he said i mean europe's is already in recession and they're likely to put the U S in some kind of recession in six to nine months from now. And this is a conversation that I've been kind of talking about also on stock market movers. It's the conversation that are we in a recession now or are we going to a recession? Why I feel that we're going to a recession and not in a recession right now, because I don't feel like the consumer has really truly hit that, you know, demand destruction. And I feel like that we're going to get into that in this holiday season. How do you feel about this, Joel? Oh, man. Oh, man. I still think people are spending, you know. Yeah. I, and, yeah. and so that, that would mean that we're not in a recession, right? If people are still spending like they're spending out there. I don't know. And also the how this uh this uh like recession thing. I mean, I'll, I'll, I mean, there's definitely some demand destruction going on. Uh, but, you know, when you. I mean, I don't, I, maybe it's false to blame it or, or, you know, to base my opinion on the unemployment rate. But if we're in a recession and this economy is slowing down and everything, then then unemployment should be going up. So and I, and I, I don't know if I should save this for the show tomorrow with Dennis. But um, what if what if this economy is just in such incredible shape and so strong? that we could take on these interest rate hikes and we could stay at our near full employment and just, you know, just, just ring the inflation out. I mean, so, then, then you're talking about that we're just at the greatest discount in the history, yeah. you know, of the market compared to the, you know, compared to COVID. You're talking about the best soft landing that's ever happened there. If, <laughs> yeah, you're, if, you're, yeah. if, if you're thinking about that one, Joel, but Hey, I can't blame you for being optimistic. Maybe soft we get is, that, yeah. That, soft that is uh, soft. very soft. Like, yeah, that uh, would be really yeah. soft. That would be yeah, uh, like a uh, fabric softener and <laughs> yeah. uh, dryer sheets. I don't know. That's the, the snuggle bottom, we'll call it, if that happens. <laughs> like, like the the, the, like the, the uh, Johnson & Johnson's No More Tears, like uh, baby bottom kind of things like that. But – I got to combat you bears in the morning. You know, people just want to hear about the market going up. So that's it. You know, no one wants to hear about the market going down. So I got to, I got to hide any bearishness I have because just like you guys, like no one will tune in if we, uh, 
if we all talk bearish. But... Not very often I see a pattern that I want to talk about with Joel. So let's go to Tesla and let's take a look at their 15 Ooh. minute. I want to hear what Joel thinks. 15, on that 15 minute on minute. Tesla? Yeah, 15 minute on the Tesla. What do you see on that chart? I would say that I wouldn't want to be shorted. Ha ha, me, me too. Yeah. That yeah. looks like it's trying to push right now towards the close. Yeah, it's been quiet. Um, I I just, you know, came down, kissed this low at 220. That's a pretty big haircut. Um, maybe the right thing is to be bearish down here, but from like a risk, like if I had to set up a risk reward ratio right here, I mean, I'd have, you know, whatever, you got to risk 8, 10, 12 points or whatever in Tesla. I mean, taking it here. And even putting a stop below here, uh, back here July, early July low. I, I have no, I have no problem with that trade. If the, if if I was short after that kind of move down, I think you're a pig. I think you're overstaying. You're welcome. And you know the other thing too. And I got an article coming out later today. And I hope you guys don't get uh, get mad at me over it. But uh, I think that if if the best thing that could happen for Tesla. Is if Musk walks from that Twitter deal. I really do. I really do. I think if if he does, I think Tesla will be up a hundred points in a day. And I don't know how he's gonna get out of it with a billion or whatever, but that's I mean, I, I think the concerns of that, not only has he had to sell stock, but the management of the company, Twitter is just not worth forty four billion dollars. I don't care any way you slice it. I mean, you look at the valuations in uh, uh, since April 1st, since he made that purchase price of 54.20, Snap has come down over 40%. Or excuse me, Facebook has come down 40% since then. Snapchat has come down 70%, and that's not even from the all-time highs. So I think, I just think, I think he way overpaid and put in pressure. Um you know, uh, this is where I think, uh, you know, and it happened to it happened to Elon. It can happen to us also is when we start thinking about something that it could be this bigger opportunity, but not really taking the full research to look inside is the valuation making sense. And I think that there was a time where Elon wanted Twitter just to want the business right thinking that he can turn it around there's a whole nother thing when you go ahead and you involve the actual valuations and where he went after it he just had bad timing i feel yes. there and that's how easily it can change the the kind of determination of whether a deal is a good deal for elon or a bad deal it's just bad timing i feel like and that happens to us just as traders also all right let's I go to it Go ahead. Well, go ahead, Joel. You got any comments on that to wrap it up? No, I, it's just exactly. I just, I, I, it's exactly the way, you know, that I think that the ball, you know, the way things are aligned with that. So, um, no, yeah. no, let's, uh, let's move on. Let's, let's try and find something good. And it, it's not in Microsoft. Uh, I'll go to one here that had got an upgrade that wasn't having a bad day. And I normally mess this one up. So I'm going to really focus in here. The Kraft Heinz shares are trading yeah, after the analysts at Goldman Sachs upgraded their rating for the stock from neutral to buy KHC. For some reason, yeah. I like the ketchup more than the than the mac and cheese, but you know how that goes sometimes. Yeah. And you know, you can tell the difference between 
the uh, every time you can tell the difference between the Kraft Heinz and the Del Monte. I mean, it's just so <laughs> it's just so apparent. Uh, Goldman Sachs getting their way with KHC. Wow, this is a boring stock. I can't believe they picked on this one. Uh, but they're getting their way with it so far today. I kind of like it. Buy and low, right? Uh, near the low of the move, 33. You got the gap up, up a buck eight. Pretty decent volume. Uh, these, you know, these Goldman moves tend to, you know, last could last a day or two here. Uh, now you had the same thing with Wells Fargo ended up coming in. So, you know, maybe wait and see if you, you know, don't want to chase it here. Uh, you know, let it come in a day or two, maybe comes back down to this area. Uh, just in, uh, not much of a gap today. So 33.49, 33.55 high, only a six cent gap uh, with Goldman Sachs there. Uh, so maybe wait or, you know, a risk down to the low. It depends what your appetite for risk is. Uh, 32.81 was the low of the move. Uh, you got that uh, actually, no, 32.81 wasn't the low of the move. That was the low on Friday. Uh, the low of the move is 32.71. So I don't know. Now that you're trading at 34, I don't know you're going to get to your, I think you're going to find buyers here on, on, on a pullback. So maybe look in the upper to mid 33s and then lean on that low of the move. And they did not like that move from PayPal and whoever gave out that policy, if it shouldn't have been put out, like they're claiming the update had gone out in error. Somebody's getting fired if that was an error. Cause man, the company is getting hit on it here. Pay pound, man. They are lighting this thing up. Uh, Kind of took took a lot off the open, but you could even uh, taken a shot off the open. News comes out over the weekend. The four a.m. traders got to hit it. Then the real liquidity comes in. I, I mean, if you're bullish, the stock overall it's a little bit of a messed up. Uh, so perhaps you're going to get in a little. You know, maybe you're getting in at a, a discount here. Haven't quite given back half of the move, right? You've had a, a move off the low. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Let's go here. It's probably easier to illustrate. Nope. Let's try that again. Um, bouncing. Did have those lows. I think I mentioned uh, that 85 area. You have breached it. But if you're looking for more on the downside here for PayPal. Uh, oh, boy. This is coming right in at the, mm, a little bit lower. I'd say if, if if they're gonna shrug off this news and you had to rally up, the rally up actually signaled a turn in the stock. I would have expected to put another low in here next couple days, stabilize, and then turn up. If people are just that mad, I don't want to own it. I'm selling. Then there's a lot of lot of air underneath. But uh, it did take. I, I could. I, I put more of a a chance of it stabilizing here around 84 and a half and 85 and turning up, of course, subject to overall market conditions. You know what stock I wanted to check today? Twilio. Remember we were talking about that on Friday? Yeah. Oh, whoa. Well, I guess that bullish activity wasn't so bullish. Huh. Uh, dropped back, did fill a gap here. Um, 71.17 filled the gap and turned up. So, I guess if you were bullish on Friday, you must be really bullish today. Yeah, it's just tough. It's trouble out there. Let's go to Merck, uh, MRK. Let's take a look at the drug okay. manufacturers. 
getting a nice little push in uh, this coming off of a top line phase three study. So take a look at that, see if it's really going to continue the push. But phase three is, is, is usually not the one that gets that big of a push. Normally it's phase two, but definitely a nice push there for Merck and continuing a nice day. Um, what do you see on this chart now? The I hate this kind of moves. Full disclosure, I've owned uh, I owned Merck bad. I think I bought it like in the 80 area. And I'm like, oh, I know this is too high. I felt okay when it went here. Really? No, no, no. That's going back in 20. I didn't own it then. I thought, oh, I bought it. I bought it around this, I think, right around here, right around this area, like 80, 82. And then I'm like, oh, man, went all the way down to 70. Now back up. I don't like these big stocks. I don't like these kind of gaps in these stocks. Uh, so the way I would play it, hold the gap and, you know, you got the gap and go. But I'd be more inclined uh, to wait till this thing came back into the lower 88 handle uh, than chasing it up here. Because I think it once, you know, you get a bad day, follow through in the market, take out the low of the move. Will spare no prisoners, and that will be uh, Merck. Nothing on the dailies. I would have said, well, I want to get out of here. Um, ninety-two. You had a level. You had oh, that was ninety ninety-nine. But you got through that by, uh, I guess not, uh, not a ton. Ninety-one fifty-nine. But that high kind of no man's land for me. Well, one stock that was getting a big push and I was looking for a reason, could not find it today, was Walgreens. What is going on in the Boots Alliance? Uh, what do you think, Mitch? Think, think, think. Running into the earnings? Another reason. Is it a CVS situation? Yeah, that's what I would think. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. And, and when you know, you go looking for stock-specific news and you don't see anything normally yeah. it's going to come from the relationship right and yep. so there and why would this get a lift off of that joel maybe you can talk some sense into me i don't understand why cvs comes down that fast and walgreens uh, it's just like can't oh, do good man. here <laughs> cvs is in trouble you know uh i guess people you know, are, you know uh, they, I think it's just, uh, you know, an algo probably picked up the bad news. Um, mm -hmm. You know, maybe people repositioning, uh, you know, that had the Paris trade on, you know, maybe saying, hey, I'm seeing some long-term weakness in here in CVS due to that move. I want to have exposure to the sector. The spread is probably at a historically low, uh, low levels. So maybe, you know, your pair traders just came in and just said, hey, you know, they don't, they don't mind paying up for the Walgreens Boots Alliance uh, because, you know, they got the pair on with CVS. After that spread um, has been going the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the other way for a long time. Um, I, man, I went over the weekend and, man, those, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's supply chain issues or whatever, but, <laughs> man, I don't know. It's either good, you know, maybe they're not going to have the inventory problems that, uh, you know, all these other uh, retailers had, but it just seemed like the shelves are kind of empty. So that's a, I guess that could be yeah. a good sign that people are buying stuff or it's a bad sign. Supply chain issues. Uh, S&P's just the bulls and the bears are battling it out here in the 3630 handle. Seems like we catch a bit at 3630. Can't get over 3640 here, but we still have 10 minutes to go. Probably get some um, imbalances here. And um, we'll see how we close today. 
Looks like something hit the tape at 347. White House says President Biden in call with Zelensky pledged to continue providing Ukraine with support needed to defense itself. And uh, the spy battling here, trying to hold the VWAP. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, Keeps battling that direction. And when it, when it holds there for that long on the VWAP, normally I think, okay, one, two, three. You just got that fourth attempt to try to get through 361.50. And after that fourth attempt, I usually think you get a move back to support. So we'll see if it's able to hold in the 360.25s. All right, let's take a look at the auto destruction today. And then we can work our way through it, uh, whether it be Ford, GM, or Rivian. It seems like all the autos taking a big hit today. Yeah, Fords. Uh, we were talking about holding 11.50 off the hop. No can do. Uh, didn't quite get. We mentioned that double bottom area, 11.13, 11.19. Couldn't get there either. Uh, so, uh, you know, they got their way. But you're finishing here in the upper portion of the range. That's not a bad thing. Uh, 11.55 was the high. So you got some, a gap up to 12. 12 is going to be your major resistance. And, uh, you know, if the market continues to, to wither away, if you want to say you'll probably get another shot in the uh, lower $11 handle, probably big institutional bids sitting there at 11, whether to get long or cover is short. Uh, GM, uh, it did get a bounce. Did it take out the pre-market low? It did take out the pre-market low by a nice margin. Uh, we did have these uh, multiple lows, 31 Pre pierced it that one day. Nice bounce. Um, you know, as negative days as the uh, these are, you still are kind of trading uh, where I like to look at it near, you know, the upper portion of the range. So as we speak now, uh, hey, there's our buddy Ivan Feinseth on TV. He's uh he's coming on the show tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. He's getting an upgrade. You Ivan's know- getting an upgrade because he's on CNBC yesterday. And you're going to be on pre- pre-market prep tomorrow. Upgrade Actually, for uh, Ivan. I ran into Ivan in New York uh, at the Qualcomm event. So uh, oh, yeah? he was there also. He, this guy gets around. He gets around, Ivan. Uh, let's take a look at ARC as we get towards the close here. We're almost to that, uh, what is that, the May 12th low, which Ooh. is 3510. 35.10. We're almost Ooh, there. Triple D, triple D, triple <laughs> Saturday. Set the low from the years in. Kathy wilting away, down a buck, a buck oh six. Bad day, bad couple days. Uh, you know where you're out is if you want to take along in it. Um, but giving back all of those, uh, all those gains and then some. Uh, trading near still the lower portion. I. I would not be surprised to see the bull step. What's the low today? The low today is 36.35. Hmm. You're right there right now. So maybe they're going to press this thing a little bit lower. But that old important May low, if you're taking a shot here, then you're leaning out, you're uh, risking a buck 40 uh, because uh, the low of the move was 35.10. So Kathy coming all the way down. All right, I see you, social trading. Since you've been so nice, we got you. We'll we'll cover a little bit of European action here. How how's this for you? I have either IEV we can take a look at, or we can look at maybe SPEU. Um, one's a European equity ETF. 
Um, and then another one's the iShare uh, Europe <sighs> ETF. And uh, it doesn't look good, but um, at least technicals will tell us that, that he just keeps making new lows. And every time it spikes, comes right back down. Yeah, man, you did have the spike, the spike with the market. Europe in a world of hit, you know, hurt. Uh, if you decide you want to take a shot here, you know where your out is, right? 3703, so you're risking a buck. Let's see if things uh, thicken up between 37 and 38. Uh, you know, they're, 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 the risks over there with the war just increasing. I It's not good. I, you know, I, I'm not I'm not looking at this right here from the long side. What you would want to see is, uh, you know, the, our market stabilize first and see if you could uh, get some bids here at like 38, you know, uh, establish something ahead of the low of the move. Um, also, with you know, these kind of things, when it starts to fall off, you could save yourself a lot of trouble by saying, hey, you know, let prove to me you can hold 39 and then when it doesn't do that and then it goes to 37 prove to me you can hold 38 so um there's there's what you have from the low of the move i don't see europe turning around on the dime nor do i see the u.s markets turning around on a dime so rough couple days and uh looks like more rough stretch ahead what was the uh the other one that um uh, so, I mean, there's so many. I mean, you could also look so at this like EWU. There's IEV, and then there's IEV also, is what I just did. What? Okay, I there's there a, there's one more which it? is SPEU. SPEU. There's so many, right? I mean, the, this one's from the. They spiders. all look the same. Yeah. Yeah, this I is mean, from the spiders, but they all look the same. I'm just thinking if if you don't buy today, I don't think you're missing out on a huge rally tomorrow. I mean, that's, yeah, uh, yeah long downtrends, uh, downtrend on the monthly, not back at COVID lows, but man, you just, what's there good to say? What's there good to say about the U.S. market? What's there good to say about, you know, whatever is not good to say about the U.S. markets, there's worse to say about the European yeah and it's created uh further and further kind of splitting right of that outlook we talked about deglobalization here and how that's going to play in for the long run just keep that in mind we don't know how that's going to play into how europe right it depended a lot on russia what will, do, what will be moving forward from of course the wartime what will happen then well they're probably not going to just immediately run back to russia right so now it creates longer issues for the longer period, we'll see what happens. All right, let's take yeah, let's take a last little close, look man. into the market, ah! leaking towards the close. Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if there was a selling yeah. balance or not, but uh, not a good Columbus Day. <laughs> um, I believe this will be the second lowest close of the move. This down move, this dismal 2022. Uh, looks like we're going to settle right here around in the 3620 handle. Uh, boom. We got the we got the low from today, and then we have the low of the move at uh, thirty five seventy one. Let's just sneak a couple stocks in here real quick. Um, yeah, stocks do affect crypto because crypto is a risk asset, and mm-hmm. the market doesn't like risk. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got a, a bear put spread on for DPZ. I, I know they yep. have earnings coming up. Uh, so that, you know, you can always get a big move off earnings, uh, hanging out at the low of the move. That's never a good sign. Um, 
three big down days in a row. I think that really it kicks in. You take out 300, that psychological level, and then you got some nice room on the downside. Don't know if you go right to 275, but just like the market, just like everything else, hanging out at the low of the move, and you need that low of the move, take it out, and then work your way. That 300, it bounced off as once. I don't know if it will be able to survive again. Um, and then Oxy, these stocks had a big run, and uh, yeah. oil's coming off the high. I think, uh, you know, I don't know if you're going to get a chance to sell this into strength. You had several days to do that. Um, we close here in Oxy with the market, uh, you know, huge run. And, uh, you know, to say you should have run the register is, ha- you know, after the fact, but, uh, you're, look, you're, you're trying to hold this low at 65 and 64, but right there right now, doesn't look like it's going to hold. I just don't the way the, like this way this looks. On the downside here, there's a lot more air in this issue. I mean, even your close from uh, Friday would have been a good number today, 69.80. You spent a little time above that at 70.28. But uh, leaning, leaning to the downside here on Occidental Petroleum. Don't want to see crude break that 90. That 90 is going to be important. I've been looking at that WTI. I want it to become support. If it doesn't, then I think we're going back into the same situation that we've been dealing with in oil. All right, that's going to do it for us. Like always, guys, you guys can keep up with us every single day right here on Bezinga. Hit that subscribe. See us tomorrow on Pre-Market Prep, 8 a.m. And I'll see you, my friend Joel, tomorrow. Have a good one. And Thank you. Who knows? Maybe a little good football tonight. Raiders versus Kansas City on Monday Night Football. We'll see what happens. Have a good one, Joel. You too. All right. I'll see you guys like always right here on Benzinga. And if you guys have any feedback you want to see more or less of, let me know in the comments below. We'll keep battling with you on the markets. And of course, don't forget, we will be releasing our New York Stock Exchange Tour. That's going to come out at 1045 Eastern on Thursday. You don't want to miss that. I want to give you guys a little bit of a sneak preview. And I'll see you guys there. That's going to be Thursday, 1045 a.m. Eastern, right after our live trading stream. We're going to give you guys an inside look at the behind the scenes to the New York Stock Exchange. Of course, If you're the public, you can't get in without knowing somebody inside. So if you want to get the sneak peek look inside the New York Stock Exchange, don't miss our video that's going to be released, of course, 1045 a.m. Eastern on Thursday. All right. uh, Just trying to play you guys up that video right quick. And uh, it's struggling right quick. So let me just do it this way. Boom. Got it. Don't miss it. Ben Zinga's toy what of are the these New, New York toys you have here? Exchange. Peter Tuckman, you got some suck ducks. The most what, photographed what, 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 man on Wall Street. Ah, you see, you'll, you'll learn about that. Don't Is miss that. I love it. Fantastic. Yeah. October 6th, we're launching. My kids would love those. This is the Einstein trading doll. Oh, I love it. Hey, it's an actual size. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. All right, we'll come back later. I know you're busy. We got the Fed, but uh, these guys wanted to say hi. I know, I know. All right.
Don't miss it. Thursday, full video out on Benzinga. And you telling you guys, there's not many videos where I can watch myself the whole time. And even I enjoyed that. So we'll see you on Thursday right after live trading. Keep going right here. Benzinga.